Before we start the show, I've got to tell you guys about Solace Meds. They are a premier dispensary with smoking hot deals to offer. They have four convenient locations, one in Fort Collins, one in Wheat Ridge, another off-Broadway, and one just blocks away from the DMVR bar on East Colfax. They've got some fantastic deals going on. They've also doing weekly vendor pop-ups in June. And if you head into their Wheat Ridge location, you can get a free Solace bar or a King Cone when you mention the code as well. That's Wheat Ridge location of Solace Meds. Head in and mention DNVR20 to receive 20% off and get a free Solace bar or King Cone. Remember all these amazing deals you can take advantage of by using that promo code DNVR20 at checkout. Nobody out. Three and two on Charlotte. Jokic gets it across the timeline. Gets a high pick and pop with Murray. Lindsay breaking through. Taken away by Nathan McKinnon. Two on two with Landeskog. Gentlemen, dog two hands, Nikola Jokic. Save me by Grubauer with the left pad. Oh, goodness gracious me. Take a good luck. You won't see it for long. Two run, home run, Trevor Story. Lock, end zone, touchdown. Number two for Sutton. Got it, oh man. That's from way downtown. And the blue arrow is flying at Pepsi Center. Scott! Welcome into the Denver Sports Podcast presented by Breckenridge Brewery. It's a Friday. Everyone here is ready to watch the Avs tonight, game three against Vegas. And we're going to be drinking a lot of Breck brews and a lot of Breck Good Company seltzers. It's the best way to go on Fridays and my birthday's on Sunday. So mixing tequila and Good Company seltzers is probably my game plan. I'm really excited for that. That, 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 that is good company. Um, but today we've got a little bit of multiple topics. We're going to talk about the second round of the Nuggets and the Avs, as well as answer some of the questions from the DNVR lounge, the Discord. So let's start off with, and Drew Creaseman will be joining us later. Whoa. He's finishing up his pod. Um, so I'm your host, Ali Monroe. I got D-Line, AJ, and Andre Simone um, all here. Drew Creaseman will join us in a little bit. But let's just start off, Eric the Nuggets won game six last night. The bar was going crazy. How relieved were you? <laughs> uh, it took a little bit of a turn. It became a backhanded compliment at the end of it. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I, I you, made me, you made me switch seats because of the vibes. So I had, to, well, I had to go somewhere else to watch the game. I will say, wow. I, didn't make, I didn't make you do anything. You sweat. Wow. You went. You I were asked sitting, you. Then you went, and when you went to do whatever it is that you were doing, the Nuggets came back and took the lead. And then you were like, "Oh man, do I have to? Do I have to not come back?" And I was like, "I'm sorry. Yes, that's the." That's You're like, the, "Bye. Have a good night." <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I made it clear. Like, I definitely want you here, but it's you know, this is it, it, this is out of my hands at this point. I understand. So. I understand. Sure. Uh, so I was I was relieved <laughs> that they came back, but. I mean, I called that series to go six games. Like the Nuggets are just a better team than the Portland Trailblazers. Like even without uh, Jamal Murray in tow, like 
Nikola Jokic uh, can do whatever he wants to the Trailblazers. Really, they're, they're really their only resistance is uh, Yusuf Nurkic just being big. But he's just like big and clumsy, and he's a, a pretty low IQ player. So he just fouled out every game. And at the end of the game, when um, you know the series obviously and the game was on the line, like Nurkic had five fouls, like he had racked up every game prior, and so they didn't even put Nurkic on Jokic at the end of the game. It was all on Robert Covington and it, it was just barbecue chicken. I mean, like Jokic just cooked him every single possession. Like Covington had absolutely no resistance to offer to Jokic and, and Nurkic was just like standing in the corner like an idiot because he is unable to stay in front of him. So um, to me, like this outcome was, was written. Like they, this was always going to be the case. Like the fact that it even went to six games is just really uh testament to the fact that like basket, you know, sports are sometimes inexplicable and, and game four where the nuggets get, got like absolutely blown out. Um, sometimes just happen, you know, like the, the team looked tired. There were yeah. reports that came out that there were protesters like supposedly Outside their hotel. Yeah. Like, like, hunting a journalist or like super crazy stories. Anyway, uh, they played it off like it was no big deal, but they were like sleepwalking through that game. Um, so the Nuggets are just a better team than Portland Trailblazers. This, you can pretty much uh, guarantee at this point that this will be the last time we ever see uh, Dame Willard and CJ McCollum play together again. That, that, that team is absolutely going to be blown up at this point. Like they just keep running it back and, and running into the exact same outcome every single time. So um I would expect big changes in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, um, great, great game, great series. Do you think Nurkic is going to have a good summer? I don't think so. I think he's going to have a very tumultuous summer. I think he's going to have <laughs> a lot of uh, looking in the mirror, talking to his agent, which is who's Rich Paul, by the way. Uh, who is like LeBron, he's like I don't know if you guys know who Rich Paul is, but he's like the famed agent of LeBron James that has sort of like taken over the league and like is sort of the. Um, the agent face of the player empowerment movement and that's Nurkic's agent so let's <laughs> see like so I don't know like he's probably I don't know I mean, like Nurkic could very easily end up on the, the Los Angeles Lakers it would be disgusting and oh, it would actually God. just make it even more hateable which I can't uh, I don't know if I can wait for it yeah I, I didn't think that was going to turn to that yeah. but okay so the Nuggets won last night and the Lakers lost Yes. No, it was beautiful. Everything, the vibes, if I was to, if I was to uh, sum them up into one word, (laughs) I would say that the vibes were uh, good. They were good vibes. (laughs) Everything Um, that we wanted to have happened, happened. Uh, All is right in the universe. Um, Evil was vanquished and uh, the good guys won. I saw this image on Twitter today that I definitely want to bring up. It said, can you imagine seeing this six months ago? Denver Nuggets advance for people listening to the podcast. And the picture is of Jokic, MPJ, (laughs) Faku Campaso, Austin Rivers, and Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Just like they drew it up. Could you imagine (laughs) if someone told, if we were doing a TDSP episode a few months ago and I told you this was going to be the lineup? For no. the Nuggets. That's insane. No. Well, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Austin Rivers, a guy they just pulled literally off of his couch. He had been cut by the Knicks because they didn't want to pay him. And so he was just was jobless. And, um, you know, Aaron Gordon 
was a team they rescued a guy they rescued off of a Orlando team, a perennially floundering Orlando team. Um, and he was kind of like he was their team's primary scorer, which now seeing him on the Nuggets explains so much as to why that team was not good. Like he is not a good scorer. Dude, it, um, it explains a lot about the it, magic trajectory over the last few years. It really, really does. Like yeah. Aaron Gordon, great player, great defensive player, some great in the like spot uh, offensive player. But like if you're relying on him to be your offense, like that explains quite a bit. But really, like again, that hilarious graphic really just goes to the heart <laughs> of the issue, which is that Jokic is undeniable. Like um, you can put any number of players with him. You can pull them off of any number of couches. Uh, you can you know, pull them from any number of floundering teams. And it just doesn't matter because the man is just an absolute phenom. He is the unquestionable MVP of this league. Like I just, the more that I watch him, I think that I like I I feel like my love for Jokic sometimes like has hit a ceiling, and then um, and then I realize there is no ceiling. The limit does not <laughs> exist. <laughs> the limit does not exist. Um, Austin Rivers' story is really really cool. Um, I recommend checking that out. Harrison Wind has posted um, a good amount of quotes and articles, just kind of talking about the way, and he talked about it I think last week. So uh, that's a really really cool story from this season to see and to see him really want to change the perception of him um, throughout the league and in the locker room. He's definitely bought into the Nuggets. Um, we have Drew Creaseman here with us. Nope. Drew, how was your podcast? It's good. I thought, okay. you know, I'm I'm a big fan. So, so I'm like, <laughs> well, that's good. That yeah. we were saving this very important question to start until we had you here. Is it the Avengers thing? Yes. Nice cast. <laughs> First of all, how dare you? Second of all, thank you. <laughs> um, before we get to the Avengers, Dre, AJ, even Drew, is there anything else you guys want to touch on on the Nuggets? I mean. A really an incredible run and crazy to think that with all those changes in the lineup, they're the only one of the four conference finalists from last year in the bubble to still be alive. Um, it's a wide open race in the West. Anything's possible with Jokic on the floor. Um, Anything is possible. He's just at another level and everyone's just like a Chris Paul, Donovan Mitchell injury away from being just like the Nuggets. Uh, so that's fun. You know, it's exciting. They're just, they're, they're a pretty wild team. Um, pretty wild. And as a Nuggets fan, it's pretty noteworthy to me anytime they win a playoff series. Um, so that's a big deal, man. That's a big deal. We haven't <laughs> had a lot of those in my 15 years of living in Denver. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. AJ, anything? I said girl, bye. Girl, bye. <laughs> Bye, Trailblazers. Bye, um, bye, bye, bye. All right. Let's move on to this question that was asked in the DNVR lounge. A lot of people were excited mm. to hear your answers. It is fill out a roster of the Avengers with Nuggets, Avs, Rockies, and Broncos players. So the way we're going to do this is I am going to ask – one by one, uh, who you guys have for like the Captain America position, Thor, Hulk, um, and so forth. So let's start off with Captain America. AJ, who is your Captain America of Denver sports? Uh, I'm going with Eric Johnson. Oh. oh. Okay. Is he even, Very is he literal. Even, oh, he is American, yeah. yeah. Very literal application <laughs> of this exercise, uh, AJ. I, I like that. 
there I he's been a captain or assistant captain for assistant the American captain. national hockey team, right? Um, I'm, on to that. I'm not hey, sure he, he got the A on the Olympic team. Was, but... he, the, was he the captain of America? Right, um, like he literally might have been Captain America. At yeah, some maybe point. maybe on one of those youth teams. I don't know. Right, exactly. <laughs> AJ, maybe why did you choose EJ? Uh, well, it helped that he's actually American. Yes. Um, <laughs> didn't have didn't have very many options there on the Avalanche. Uh, oh. But no, he's you know renowned renowned for the leadership and and since I can't just pick Landeskog for all of them, uh, it's. You know, EJ's the other guy, the the other kind of emotional uh, center of what the Avs do. You know, he's such a huge part of the the leadership core that has helped change the 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 culture in that in in that locker room. And it it was very telling uh, when uh, the Avs were really terrible and players were wanting out, and when they when those players finally got out. Um, Eric Johnson didn't pull very many punches and he said, now we have everybody pulling on the rope in the same direction instead of their own. And we're, we're finally all on the same page. I think we have a chance to do something special. And he was correct. <laughs> so wait, right. was I what? Uh, just quickly, am I supposed to construct my personal Avengers of all Nuggets players? No. Okay. It can be whoever. Um, I only made I, mine. I only made mine with apps players. So. I was gonna say I did that too, but whatever. We'll, oh, we'll swing with it's it. a it's an open exercise, open to interpretation. Now, this is very stuff, Dre. Yeah. We need to know the rules about these. Yeah. Eric, no, if you can you. think of, I just. I can think. I mean, I can think okay. of it. I so my, well. I first had Drew Locke as Captain America because he's got the look. Wow. He's got the boy's smile, but. I've now, based on what uh, AJ did, and now I've, I've remedied it, Captain America, MPJ. Oh. He came back. He started off injured. He was American. weak. And okay, then like he rebuilt himself. He had back surgery and became came back stronger. Science rebuilt him. And now he's got the look. He's got a winning smile. He's Captain America. Ho- hoops amongst us wouldn't get behind <laughs> MPJ leading him into Hold battle. The big... Did you just take a backhanded shot at MPJ's high school smile? <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't mean to. But probably, maybe. Cold-blooded. <laughs> MPJ used to be that skinny little kid huddled in the corner with the trash. Yeah, I mean, but MPJ, you know, like he didn't get to play in high school much. He didn't get to play in college because he was injured. Like, like Captain America, a very scrawny soldier. Wasn't fit for battle. And now, look at him. Um, okay, my Captain America isn't American, which what? Sorry, love it, love it. Yes. But it's definitely Landy. He's got the looks. He's got the he fights. Yo, what? He fights for his teammates. AJ, don't give me the shrug. He fights for his teammates. He's always there for that. He's Captain America. You're saying in a category where there's four possible. Associations you can make, and one of them is a literal nurse god in Thor. And you assign Landy to cast. Him <laughs> he's got he's got the look. I, I he's got the look of Captain America. That's <laughs> just when I think of Captain America, I'm like, oh, Landis Cog fits in perfectly. Plus, he just he's just there, defends his teammates, all that stuff. Anyways, Allie's balancing the captain part 
yeah. bigger than the yes. And I do have a question as Drew gives us his Captain America is how much is it part of Captain America's identity that he is in fact American? I mean, that's usually pretty important. It's a big one. Huh? <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, Captain America is, is basically just like uh, propaganda for children. strongly as, as an American is what you're telling me. Yeah, I okay, yes, okay, gotcha. yeah, that, yes, enough, that's sir. that's usually. I mean, they carry the stars and stripes, right? Oh, wow. Uh, wow. You know, it's he's always, carrying a shield and stuff, even. Uh, the, the whole oh, wow. so, so, he's know. protecting the shield, okay, bro. He punched out Hitler over 200 times. Check out to see Hitler getting punched. Uh, uh we'll, we'll cowards won't put that in the movies. Cowards. Oh, they won't. Oh, jeez. Okay, let's get back on track. Yes. Back on track. Uh, there's this, too this many questions for this question. Oh my god. I know everyone is debating my... the rest of the show at this pace. <laughs> I think so. I, everyone is is disappointed in my choice of Captain America. So sorry. All right, let's <laughs> move on. Funny. Drew, who's Way your to Captain let the America? Down. I, you know. I filled it up with Rockies, so there might be people in other sports that fit, but whatever. I went with Trevor Story as the Rockies, Captain America. Uh, actually, there was a particular moment. Look, you ask these kinds of questions, this is the kind of answer you're going to get uh, from me. But uh, at a, when this was asked and you were like, okay, research this, I actually thought of a very specific moment. My favorite line from Captain America, the first Avenger, and they've had it in comics and stuff, is when Red Skull asks him why he's so special, what makes him so awesome or whatever, and he responds, I'm not special, I'm just a kid in Brooklyn, right? And then you go back uh, to uh, Trevor's story, hitting home run number 100 before any fastest shortstop in history to get to 100, and I swear to God, the young man said, I'm I'm not special, I'm just a kid from Texas, man. I'm just, and, and it's just like, yeah, that's your Captain America. That's the guy right AJ there. loves it. Uh, he, he's the man, he's, he's the quiet leader, but the people who, who guys would line up behind to, to go and do the thing, uh, maybe not the most charismatic outward publicly. Steve Rogers had that more, a little more stiff, but everyone loves Trevor story. He's your captain America. Wow. That's a good one. Dre, who's your captain America? Well, after that explanation, your, your answer is very disappointing, Callie. There's no doubt will, about it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I, I will not give any of my next answers. Sorry, that's, that's where my Avengers team. <laughs> that was a ends. tough answer. In retrospect. I interpret it as as the Captain America of Denver sports. To me, there's only one clear answer: it's Chauncey Billups. Um, no, what? Uh, carrying the banner for Denver sports in many ways. You know um, he's retired. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I haven't seen EJ play hockey for two years, Buster. So, uh, <laughs> Turn on the TV. He played three yeah, times this year. Um, and, you know, uh, the Americanness is a real, a real issue for me because I'd love to give it to Jokic because spiritually – I think he he has some real Captain America qualities for what he represents to the Denver sports scene. But apparently, him being American is uh <laughs> is important. So I leaned in to the patriotism roots part even more so, and went with Denver's greatest sports son, Chauncey Billups. So there you go. F you, AJ. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna move on. Um, Fair enough. My goodness. Uh, someone said my Captain America is Peyton Manning. Ooh. 
a good one. Solid, I, mean, solid. I feel like the quarterback of the Broncos has to be good, just by default. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to give any more of my takes, so the, I, I guess I shouldn't even say what's good or what's not good. You guys can mm-hmm. decide that one. Um, next Black up, it. we've got Thor, which mm-hmm. everyone in the comments is saying they will be extremely disappointed if this <laughs> isn't Gabriel Landeskog. Uh, so, AJ, take, take it away. Yeah, it's Landy for all the obvious reasons. Can he's you state something? the obvious reasons, please? Yeah, he's basically Thor IRL. Yeah, he's a Norse god. He's a Norse god. He's an Adonis. I mean, Look at him. He even looks like Thor. Yeah, and all the man rocket, you know, the yeah. stuff. That's basically his hammer. Like, oh, that's, yeah. He's Thor, man. Yeah. Dude, he's freaking he's, Thor, dude. He's got two yeah, hammers, Thor. but we won't get into dude, it. He's freaking so, Thor. Stop it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just and then to the MVR after dark, you might catch more info. I guess you're the right. He dark. also has the look. You're right. Yeah. All right. Oh, wow. Really, though, any athlete who uses a bat, uh, you know, whatever they use in hockey, uh, a stick, I suppose, uh, would qualify as Thor. Wow. Just a, yeah. a full I mean, team of Thor. Every <laughs> baseball player. <laughs> yeah, not pitchers, though. Not pitchers. Right. Although the one guy in Major League Baseball who literally has the nickname Thor and looks exactly like him is a pitcher, Noah Syndergaard. Ironically <laughs> enough. Yeah, he doesn't carry yeah. the big bat. All right, Eric, who's your Thor? I mean, I uh, obviously when I started this, I had Drew Locke as Captain America. Thor was obviously Gabriel Landeskog. But Ooh, if we're looking at only nuggets, I'm going to say it is Aaron Gordon throwing the hammer down. Slam dunk. He's got okay. he's got power. He uh, he can rise like, above. Good with that. He can fly. He can fly. Again, hammering the slam dunks. <laughs> what do people you want know, from like, me? <laughs> this is I'd my like second issue. Finish some dunks a little more Thor. You know what, Andre? You're not wrong, but I I've, I've got yeah. only very limited choices here. I I hear you, brother. I hear you. It's a great <laughs> creative exercise. Don't be. <laughs> Right on your parade, no doubt. <laughs> All right, Drew, who's your Thor? Charlie Blackman. Charlie Blackman's oh. the obvious answer here, right? He's got the epic beard, the epic hair. As Dre so eloquently pointed out, he has a bat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he yes. does yeah. Nothing really pushing him over the top. Big hefty <laughs> hammer there. Um, yeah. Also, the quirky sense of humor that Thor often brings. Uh, Charlie's got that, the, the making the, the weird joke stuff. Uh, if you're going with, you know, your, your Infinity War into Endgame Thor, who's kind of let himself go a little bit with the unkempt beard that gives even more kind of Charlie Blackman comps there. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's the guy. He can He's as powerful a member of the team as anybody else, but not never really necessarily considered the leader or the top guy. Plays that comedic role, but when he needs to show up and blow everything up with his mighty hammer, you need Charlie Blackman to hit a walk-off grand slam, which he's done several times in his career. Lightning, uh, boom. Done. Andre, who's your Thor? Landy all the way. Landy, Landy. Okay. It's, it's so, freaking Landy. Like, they, a lot of these are for discussion, and then there's one like absolute right answer. <laughs> no, totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, uh, before we continue, let's talk about some things that I am better at. DraftKings Sportsbook, placing some bets. Um, What are we thinking for tonight's Avs game? I haven't seen. I'm going to take the over. Well, that one didn't hit last time. I don't know. 
Uh, you know, I like abs over three goals. I got that at plus money. But if they score more than three goals, they're winning. Yeah, for sure. Gotta love that. Right I get now, better odds on them to score three goals or more than I do them to win. The odds for the Avs money line is minus one twelve. Over under is set at five and a half, and then the puck line is at minus one and a half. Get this, AJ. Avs to win the cup plus one ten. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Somebody yeah. somebody saw their path to the cup finals and thought, this is free. <laughs> well, I mean, it, 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 they see the Avs winning the cup as likely as, like, the Rockies winning on a Tuesday against Jordan Lyles and the Rangers. Yep. Crazy. All right. We're living in crazy times. Folks. Go check all of those things out on DraftKings Sportsbook. Download that top-rated sportsbook app now and use the promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. The way to do this is bet on a basketball team of your choice, and, and if they win their next game, you can claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code DNVR for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Wagers paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And, of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Besides drinking Breck Brews, you guys all know the drill. You're going to need to drink some strong craft coffee to stay awake for these later games. We have some cold brew at the bar. Game starts at 8 o'clock today. So drink some Strava Craft Coffee. You can have it delivered straight to your door every two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, however um, fast you go through your coffee. And that way you don't have to ever worry about running out of coffee. They're not feeling the love as much. So they are giving us a 25% off promo code. That's DMVR25. Check that out. Strava is so good, and it's going to get you honking like a goose, like the DMVR Nuggets guys say, uh, and it is perfect. And, of course, uh, supporting our sponsors supports us, so check that out. Our post-game shows, our DMVR post-game shows have been going off. They've been so much fun. The Nuggets had a blast yesterday. Avs post-game shows are so much fun. I produce those. Um you guys should join in, follow us on YouTube, and you can also join us in the Discord, which is where I got all the questions from today from, and you can use, uh, if you sign up now, you'll get a free shirt and a holistic stick from Holistic Wellness, Ooh. which is amazing, um, and you can use the promo code DMVR30 for 30% off at Holistic Wellness, so... Uh, right, I don't know if we're doing the second screen with Rudo today. I've got to talk to him about that, Brad. Mm -hmm. No, we're not doing it? Are you not doing it with him, AJ? We're not doing it. We're going to have a lot of people up there tonight. Okay, so we aren't doing it today, possibly Sunday. Stay tuned yeah. for that. Um, but let's keep going with our Avengers from the Nuggets, Avs, Rockies, and Broncos. Next up is Hulk. AJ, who is your Hulk? I had a hard time with this one because there isn't, there isn't really an obvious answer with Nozadorov. Yep. Um. But I'm gonna. I ended up going with McKinnon just because yeah. Hulk is the angry. The angrier he gets, you know, the more he smashes. And True. you know, every time, every. I think covering the abs over the last couple of years, every time I've seen Nathan McKinnon throw his stick into the stands during morning skate, they're undefeated. So he's just one of those guys where the more he gets riled up, the better he is able to pull out of himself you know it's mm -hmm. it's not true for some for for everybody he, we've seen 
angry Miko Rantanen has not been very effective. Uh, <laughs> he just kind of slips around like a deer on ice and then does dumb things and ends up in the penalty box a lot. But like a, a moose on ice. I think you missed that. Pretty, pretty easy. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> He's he's got major he's got major early life Bambi vibes when he's, <laughs> when he's flopping about. So I uh, no I think uh, with McKinnon I think he was my best he was my best option for for Hulk. All right, Eric. Are you okay? I don't. I was. Sorry, I was looking at my. I got very bored during uh, AJ's answer. I, was looking at <laughs> um, I, I too don't like being told when uh, I'm incorrect. <laughs> um, I I went with Jokic because he's a big guy and you can't really move. He's not. He doesn't like really. You don't really make him angry. Like when he gets angry, he just gets sort of like more resolute. It's it, it's like a terrible parallel actually. But he's. He's very big. He's hard to move. He sort of can do whatever he wants, and that's right where it stops. <laughs> that was my only other option. I mean, other than that, I had like Javale McGee. No, uh, Aaron Gordon again. <laughs> nope, it's got to be Jokic, Hulk of the Nuggets, as we all call him. We always have. Okay, Drew, <laughs> your turn. Yeah, so again, I went with people like on the current Rockies or whatever, right? If you got to pick one of them's, it's got to be um, CJ Crone. Uh, he's he's a great, big, enormous man, and he hits the ball very, very hard. He's the closest thing they've got to a Hulk. You want to go all timers though? Can I pick Jason Giambi? Oh, <laughs> can I can I can I have Jason Giambi? Giambi smash sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giambi definitely smash. Giambi smash real big and hard. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, I want but I definitely, after pumping into him, moved several inches, and he moved not at all. He is a very big and strong man. So that's the other one. You could go with Matt Holiday, but he's so calm. Jason Giambi smash. Okay, Dre, your turn. Yeah, uh, I really took it from the standpoint of um, who do I want to make least mad of anyone in Denver sports. I really think it's Mac. Um, I think there can maybe be a few examples and cases that could be made for Vaughn. Vaughn's just such a nice guy, you know, and yeah, you know, the injuries and they've gotten their ass kicked from time to time the last few years. So, um, yeah, I feel better about Mac. This is the one that I actually, my first answer was, yeah, I think Mac is Hulk. Um, so that's what we'll stick with. From but definitely form, the hardest one. From former players, would it, like of Broncos, would Akeem Talib be a good Hulk? He get angry, He'd snatch get some angry. chains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good one for sure. I'm no, just trying no, to think no, of a Broncos Hulk. Yeah, there's, like, no that's the only Talib, one. there's no Talib smash. Like, no, and the thing about Hulk is there's kind of a switch, right? Like you really don't want him to turn on that yeah. extra switch. Talib is always on. About Kenyon Martin. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's kind of a bad dude in a different way, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think some people would think like Garrett Bowles. Um, I was just gonna like, say Garrett Bowles, dude. But to mm. me, like the, the trick to Bowles' great 
last season was that he finally stayed even keel. He eliminated that Hulkness where he'd get rattled when something would happen and he stayed even keel and that allowed him to be consistent. What about we got like someone Shelby in the comments Harris saying champ. Champ. Champ smash. No. Uh, Anthony, we're we're happy you're listening, but that is just <laughs> <laughs> maybe all time like I don't know, Terrell Davis. I think it's gotta, like a, it's gotta be like it's gotta be like a defensive lineman. It's gotta be like yeah. uh yeah, there's no yeah. Demarcus Ware or like Vaughn. Yeah, Derek Smith, Wolf, you know, someone like that. Derek Wolf. Yes. Oh, Derek Wolf was Bill yeah. Romanowski. No, okay, all right. No, yeah, no, could be, could be. All right, let's yeah. move on to Iron Man because clearly I don't think we're going to come up with like a consensus on that one. Um, Iron Man, AJ, who's your Iron Man? Uh, pulling from the ad, I don't know. I had a hard time with this one. Uh, I ended up going with Kale McCarr because he's he's pretty innovative, and he's basically the guy that they're going to be copying for the next ten years. Uh, all the young players growing up are going to try and be Kale McCarr uh, in the same way that Iron Man, you know, came up with the Iron Man suit, and then everybody was like, "Oh, I can copy that," and tried to do that. Um, very, I don't know. It's it's that's that was a tough trying to come up with an Iron Man was. Iron Man is the most problematic one, especially if you read the character too literally, because like Iron Man was an alcoholic in the comics. Yeah, well, he's right, like, and womanizer at the beginning of the movies and stuff like. Yeah, and they like they, they only like <laughs> briefly touch on all of the downside of Tony Stark's very problematic personality right. in the MCU. Uh, but I'm I don't know. I went with I went with Makar. I like that. Look at Anthony coming back, redeeming himself with a great answer. Grubauer. Grubauer in his goalie pads. Whoa. It's like an Iron Man suit. I get it. I get it. I get it. It's pretty good. All right, Eric. Who is the Nuggets Iron Man? I mean, so I would, I was like, well, I guess it'd probably be Jamal because he's got like, he's like, got like the sarcastic personality and he's he like is able to rain hellfire down from above but well and it's a double entendre because he's he's a super tough guy so he could be that kind of iron man yeah yeah but he's also injured and out so it's tough to call the guy iron man (laughs) that's what you call like Jokic is the iron man of the nuggets and that he played every single game like that the the way that iron man is usually used in the world of sports describes Jokic and does not describe Jamal Murray but in the NCU slash MCU crossover. I guess I would have to go with Jamal Murray. I don't know if he invents things. Um, I assume he doesn't, but again, I have very limited options here. Uh, Jamal plays the piano. He's been recently posting on his Instagram story uh, playing the piano. Well, Jamal was like really big on posting like him playing the piano until they drafted Zeke Naji, who like actually plays the piano. And like then that like just kind of cut off, like just like (laughs) fell into the background. All right, Drew, your turn. Wait, who are we doing? What's happening? Iron Man. Iron Man. <laughs> Way to pay attention, Drew. Again, Eric just went on for so long. I, just said, no, <laughs> no. I, I, I was thinking for 20 seconds. Section. Jamal Murray, sure, fine, we'll go with it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this one is really hard. I went with, I chose to interpret, I went with MCU Iron Man, who's just very charismatic and everybody loves him. So I went Ryan McMahon with this one. Big smile, very popular, uh, out there, kind of a, a a secondary leader of the team. Again, it's the MCU Iron Man. Almost feels like he's kind of the leader of the whole thing. 
uh, even though Captain America is the leader of the Avengers. So I, I think this year, if you're watching the games, Ryan McMahon's been their best player very comfortably, right? Like he's he's their guy, but is he the leader of the team just yet? Still a little early for that. He's kind of that next level down. I Going go Ryan Mack on this one. Again, there's not, not a perfect fit here, but very yeah. charismatic, just very valuable out on the field. Sort what, of about, what about your shirt sake? What about uh, Kyle Freeland? Kyle Injured. Freeland. Repaired again by science. Again, he could. I, I Kyle Freeland, I think, could be an inventor. Kyle Freeland is invented and tinkered, uh, you know, with his delivery several yeah. times. He used to have yeah. a pitch in the delivery that he oh, took oh. out. He's added different elements to it. He's throwing oh, yeah. a change up now 40% of the time. When he started it's out, like he's only like 5% of the time reinventing things. I like that. Was at the top of his game. Yeah. Uh, then kind of had that that downturn that was all uh, of his own making. That's what Iron Man does in the MCU yeah, over yeah, and over yeah. again, is end up inventing the villains of the story over and over again. That was Kyle Freeland in 2019, man. Just the invention of his own villain had to get sent down to the miners, learned a hard lesson and went, I have to reinvent myself again, coming back strong. Kyle Freeland is Iron Man. Thank Hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. You think with since you're so convicted about it, you would have come up with that. But uh, All right, Eric. <laughs> Dre, who's your Iron Man? I was just so encapsulated in your <laughs> Definitely the hardest one, um, because even after hearing the the guys go with their picks, I'm not quite sure what Iron Man's defining qualities are I, just yeah. yet, as the context clue master that I am. But he's a leader, sure. Te- technologically advanced, yeah. yeah. Has a uh, tools at his disposal, perchance. Oh, um, and I'm going to apply it as the uh, the 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 sports iron man and uh being long lasting and uh yeah i'm going nikola Jokic. to me you i i just described Jokic. he's uh he he is what 20 years we could have dreamed that maybe a modern basketball would be but never even imagined that some seven foot 280 pound guy could play like a point guard shoot threes at close to a 40 percent clip have uh, you know eyes behind his head and do all this stuff run pick and rolls as the ball carry unheard of redefining the sport transcendent skill set uh that's plus iron. he jumps, that's, yeah, plus he jumps like he has, it's iron. i like yeah, plus he jumps like he has rockets in his shoes just exactly, <laughs> exactly also there was mention of humor nicole Jokic has amazing humor super oh. underrated um, speaking of humor, we got a super chat here of Pink King asking if AJ could do a handstand. Uh, you got no. me confused with Rudo. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, AJ is AJ is not the one that does tricks for money. That's Rudo. <laughs> that's why. That's why he works on a Colfax Col- corner. <laughs> tricks for I- money. Yeah. Don't think that Rudo would do a handstand. I bet he would. I do. I bet he absolutely would. For $2? <laughs> yeah, I, I, also, I think it well, needed to be a little more. I was going to say, I also don't think he would do it for $2. Yeah, not for $2. No, no, no. But there's there is definitely a price at which. Yeah, there, there's a price, and it's not as high as you think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Okay, uh, that took a lot longer than I thought it would. We have a lot more questions. Um <laughs> Tried to warn everyone. So nobody wants to see me in shorts. Just trust. 
let's do a little bit more of a speed round on some of these questions so we can get to all of them. AKA no long venting all of you. Andre. Not all of you. Um, okay. <laughs> We're going to go with you, AJ. If AJ and Andre have like a little feud going on today, I love it. Um, <laughs> if the Avs win the cup, who gets the consummate? Macker group, AJ, go. If it was, if they were handing it out right now, this very day, Grubauer. Wow. I mean, wow. Makes sense. Yep. Okay. Eric, whose performance is most crucial to the Nuggets' success in the next round after Jokic? Michael Porter Jr. Okay. Easy. I agree. Do we have anyone who disagrees with that one? I might yeah, say Monte. Me. Monte? When MBJ gets hot, like it's a game changer for them. Uh, taking on the Suns, Jay Crowder, Mikel Bridges, those will be tough matchups. Um, at the point guard, though, point guard and center are the massive matchups in this series. You said we can't mention Jokic. I'd say Monte. If, if they can get that two-man game, all of a sudden it's not impossible to beat this. Yeah, 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 but you're also talking about the backup point guard. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not saying he's not important, but who's most important? You got to have shooters surrounding Jokic. You have shooters, bro. All right, next. All right, next question. AJ, will you uh, kind of explain when it comes to the voting of the Vesna? We had someone ask, uh, how much does early postseason performance sway opinions when it comes to the Vesna award? Voting gets done between the regular season and the start of the postseason, so it doesn't matter at all. So the, the winner has already been elected. Yeah, the voting is already completed. Um, that's how we got to the finalists that have been slowly rolled out this entire week uh, and will continue into next week, I believe. Is um, Vasilevsky the presumptive favorite in that one, Adrian? Um, maybe. Uh, I think there's going to be a very – I think at the end of the – when we get to – when we see the ballots, I think it will be close between Vasilevsky and Flurry, and there will be a big, a big jump because it's really been those two and then the the field from there. And Grubauer was a, was a worthy nominee, but he certainly didn't deserve to win it over those other cats based on the regular season. So, you know, uh, and no, no postseason performance will affect it. He's the only award that he can go for based on postseason performance at this point is the consummate, which okay. I just gave him after six games. So yes. <laughs> um, who is AJ rooting for in the North division? The Jets. Uh, I want peace and harmony with my woman. Yes. <laughs> For people who don't know, AJ's woman is a Winnipeg Jets fan. So yeah. So I want them to win. Although they want next, a happy home. <laughs> yeah. Next round, if they if if it's Jets and Abs, um, two weeks, we won't we will not be. I was gonna say, like, shouldn't you not root for the Jets for that reason? Like, isn't that the ultimate? Like, not hell no. Because no, home? no. If somebody's no. if somebody's gonna beat them, I absolutely want it to be Colorado, so I can board it over her forever. <laughs> <laughs> that that is a, a great relationship. It's the same. It's the same way with uh, the USA Canada when they match up internationally in hockey. You think you you think I haven't enjoyed uh, the WJC result this year? Oh, that was a glorious evening in our household. So I feel like no, no, I definitely want the Avs to smoke them. I feel like Ryan would be the same uh, with opposing teams if it made it to that level with me. I feel like. Oh. I, I want I, I want them to do well. That way, look, and 
I, I think the abs would blow the Jets into pieces. But if the Jets won that series, I would be happy for her. So that would that's that's win win. One of our teams is going to the Stanley Cup Finals at that point. Yep. Yeah. Okay, we've got like five more questions, but before we get to that, Chevalier Mortgage, whether you're looking at refinancing your current mortgage or buying a new home, Mike in Virginia will make the process as simple and as smooth as possible. If you've gone through the loan process before, it's a lot. And even trying to buy a house right now is just, it's complicated. There's a lot going on with the market. So you want people you can trust just like Mike and Virginia. They are so great. Like I said earlier, supporting our partners is supporting us. They're going to make sure you get great mortgage rates um, and help you out as much as they possibly can. So check them out at dnvrmortgage.com. You can be entered to win a free hat or a shirt. And you can call them directly at 303-257-6578. I already started off badly. (laughs) Michael Chevalier, NMLS1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS 1910631. Guys, I, I haven't really talked much today. And the voice is really struggling. I don't know how it's going to survive. Um, we'll see. But <clears throat> it's not because I'm sick. It's because I was yelling uh, for the abs and for the nuts. Just because you're, you're, you're mentally sick. Just- <laughs> I'm mentally exhausted. Uh, went to two games this, uh, this uh, week, and it was amazing, but exhausting. All right. Next question. Drew, no rant here. Uh-oh. Why do the Rockies play well at Coors and not as much on the road? Oh, boy. <laughs> In a word, Drew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Drew, you want to just drop the link to your dissertation on Coors? I was going to say, buy my book. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, okay, I'll do this as quickly as I can. The Coors Field hangover effect is a real thing. The baseball moves differently on the road than it does at home. That makes it much more difficult to hit. Also, pitchers are getting a lot better. Also, most pitchers are cheating. Check out all the stories about sticky balls. Just Google it. I'm sure nothing oh, weird will come up. It has nothing to do with Manscaped. <laughs> do not image search that. Yeah, no. just check it all out. Uh The fact of the matter is no Colorado Rockies team has ever been good at hitting the baseball on the road. It's one of the hardest things to do in all of professional sports, even when they've had good offenses. And the Colorado Rockies at this particular moment in time do not have a good offense. At the same time, they have fantastic starting pitching, which manages to keep them in baseball games. But that only matters when you score a couple of runs, which they can only do at home. So they're winning games at home. Why? Because their starting pitching is awesome. And these guys keep going seven or eight innings, which makes the bullpen a non-factor. And then the fact that Josh Fuentes is hitting hitting 500 at Coors Field, you're going to win some baseball games out on the road. Doesn't work. They don't have the experience. It's a terrible cocktail of no experience, course field hangover effect, lack of talent. Uh, and, and it's, you know, it shouldn't be this extreme, but the Rockies are all, they have only once in their history been over 500 on the road. Even the best offenses featuring guys like Todd Helton and Larry Walker could not hit on the road. It's a real, real problem. And it only gets worse the less talented you are. <laughs> I, that was pretty that was a good that job, Drew. That was incredible. It was reasonably succinct. I think it was like a little over a minute. I'm proud of you. The short answer is the ball moves way differently at Coors Field from pitcher's hand to the bat than it does out on the road. There's a lot of talk about what happens once guys hit the ball. Thin air and Coors and it flies farther than all this other stuff. Not nearly enough talk about what happens from the pitcher's hand to the catcher's mitt or the bat. The difference in how the ball moves. It's hard. I don't understand how you went 
right from us complimenting you on how succinct your answer was. It just into a new answer. I got baited into that. <laughs> you really did. You really did. All right. Next question. AJ, Avs 96, Avs 01, Avs 2021. Who wins and why? I think the Avs 21 need to win the cup before they're in this conversation personally. Really but yeah. the AJ, you go. Uh, 96 would easily be the worst of those teams. Um, in my in my opinion, but yeah, the Avs of today need to actually do something yeah. um, in order for them to be put in that kind of pantheon. But I think that <laughs> what you know, it's it's tough to compare eras like that because yeah. they they play such a different kind of game. Where you know, you look at the the O one team has just an unbelievable top six. Two lines of Hall of Famers, yeah. The the two the the current the current team matches up pretty well against them, but Grubauer against Waugh is going to be, yeah, that's going to be a tough go. Even Waugh would give them right. a chance in the '96 one, just because right. that was Waugh still in his prime. Um, I would still say the one for right now, but this this current Avalanche team, it just. It's I, I truly think that it's special. And I think that I think that in a month and a half, two months, we're gonna look back on this and be like, Oh wow, they were they were really quite good. <laughs> they were quite good. I believe yeah. that will be the summation as well. Right? Instead, of, like in, instead of the people years, right? like who have spent most of this year just trying to pick them apart and tell everybody why this team isn't ready or this team isn't capable or whatever. Um, I think this team is ready to to, I mean, this is this is prove it time, right? Like this is put up or shut up. They're up two nothing against against what is their their top competition, arguably the best team that they're they're going to face in the postseason. Uh, they're going into game three tonight. We're going to learn a whole lot about the killer instinct of the Colorado Avalanche tonight. Yep. Uh, and that's that's a that's a thing that has kind of been in question. So I'm really I'm very very excited to see as they start to build that answer because the they they just keep checking boxes this year. Um so I'm I'm not a I'm not in the position to doubt them at, at this point. I I think they're special. What do I want for my birthday on Sunday? A sweep. For the abs to sweep. If they sweep oh my God, it's going to be wild. It's Has not happened so in modern amazing. NHL history, by the way. Um, Double sweeps. Yeah. The longest, the longest has been seven games. So. I'm gonna be so nervous. Like if they win tonight and they head into Sunday, I'm gonna be like so nervous because I'm gonna want that sweep so badly. <laughs> oh, I almost hit my coffee. That's how excited I got. One day, um, one day at a time. I know. Okay, tonight. Let's just win tonight. Let the yeah. Abs win tonight. All right. Uh, next question: Does the Nuggets team have a shot at the title this year or next year? So much can happen this year. Um, if they do, do they have all the pieces they need, or do they need to go acquire someone else this offseason if they aren't winning the title this year? They absolutely have what it takes to win next year. This year, it's like, although I don't know, like, that really comes down to what does what actually takes place in the west now i mean the, the yeah, west is yeah. completely wide open you know you, but then you obviously you, you look to a team like brooklyn one of these like grown in a petri dish player empowerment nonsense teams in the east and it, 
seems like a tall task to, to think that the Nuggets could overcome. But when the Nuggets had Jamal Murray, when they made the Aaron Gordon trade, they were together for 10 glorious games. And in those 10 games, they were literally the best offense of all time in the NBA. They were literally, they were perfectly balanced. The team made complete sense. All of the pieces worked together perfectly in tandem and in harmony. And, and then uh, because the basketball and the sports gods are cruel, they took it from us, but uh, the team themselves are, you know, they, they are resilient and they have not uh, just quit on the season. And Nikola Jokic, all things are possible through our Lord and savior, Nikola Jokic. Um, I don't like, I would be very surprised if they were able to, to, to really make it happen this year, but Listen, next year, the sky is the absolute limit. If they're able to stay together and get Jamal Murray back, and Jamal Murray can be what Jamal Murray was before we lost him, I mean, I mean, they, they, they really don't need to look any further. They have the requisite pieces. It's just now then comes down to the, <laughs> the cruel bounces of sports. Like, can they, you know, can they stay the course and can they stay together? But no, they, they absolutely do not need to go and acquire anybody. Okay, perfect. The next question. Can I can I just add? Is, yes. That they, no matter what, they're adding Jamal Murray in the next year's season. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And it's like, that's not insignificant. That's You're adding a guy that in the playoffs last year had numbers that rivaled literally only Michael Jordan. So, right. Like that means something. That's, that, that's in – I don't know if you guys watch basketball, but that's valuable. Yeah. You have uh, numbers that are similar to Michael Jordan. We have uh, Anthony D in the comments saying, I haven't watched the NBA uh, since oh, the Supersonics left Seattle. Anthony, that's how bitter I am. <laughs> come, listen, if you want to be swept back in, if you want to be swept off of your feet and back into the NBA, Nikola Jokic is the right, uh, is the right date. It like, happened to Drew. Yeah, he Nikola Jokic is so undeniable. He's I've nicknamed him. I, I've deemed him that he's the top human being. He's the number one human. Oh wow, he's the best. Yeah. Like you see him off the court, like all he's all he does is like pick up children and like laugh about, like hug his competitors. He raises horses. <laughs> There's like nothing bad about this guy. Like the more that I learn about him, I'm like, there's got to be something. And then like I find something out, I'm like, oh my god, he's more delightful. This is this makes me feel bad about myself that I, I'm only getting worse and he's getting better. Yep, we have yeah. Billy in the comments saying this Nuggets team are the path to healing, my friend. So um, so all Look right, the, he's perfect. He is perfect. <laughs> the last question for today is uh, D line shirt design Mount Rushmore oh. from each Ooh. of us. Oh, oh, can so we I, have? Do we have generational Mount Rushmores? Mm -hmm. Sure. Because like uh like a nineties Mount Rushmore would be one thing, right? And then like a Mount Rushmore of today would be totally different. And just as and just as justifiable. Well I'm pretty sure we have done <laughs> Kale just said hi to Andre. Um <laughs> uh, we have done Mount Rushmores from the past and from the present on tdsps before so definitely check that out um but i don't know if we've done it for every yeah, single same team. eras same yeah eras would be fun um yeah. okay let's go to mount rushmore's of eric blaze mount mount shirtmore designs uh does anyone want to go first eric do you have your favorites already 
Yep. Okay. What are your favorites? My favorite is Three Headed Monster. That's my favorite one that I've done for uh, for DMVR. Wow. What? Yep. That's my favorite. Okay. I love that. I just love that. I love that little character. He's so awesome. Like then awesome. I like that it actually looks like them without actually looking like them. Like you can kind of <laughs> tell who's who. Like, and the, a lot of that came from. Uh, AJ telling me that I needed to add more forehead to Miko Ranta. We died and I obliged and it was the right call. <laughs> correct. Correct. Absolutely. So great. Yeah. I mean, like everything, my favorite, my favorite way of designing is like drawing. I just love cartoons. I love drawing like sports cartoons, but it's like not always appropriate. So anytime that I get to, just makes me happy. That's my favorite. Okay. What is, so give us the rest, your other three. Um, then I also like, I don't know, I, who can, I don't want to, this is weird because I made this. I guess. Okay. <laughs> you tell right. me. So he's Make just it, giving making us his own Mount Rushmore that it is a little odd. That is yeah. Strange. yeah. Yeah. All right. And fine. Then AJ, what is your Mount Rushmore of these shirts? <laughs> oh, uh, I would say, I would say the McKinnon, um, 18 bit, 16 bit. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's my, I mean, that bro. That's that appeals to me <laughs> on, on a lot of on a lot of levels. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I love I love the I love Big Moose. Big Moose is pretty. He's cool. just such an adorable cool. little moose, and it just <laughs> it just feels so much like Miko Ran because you're like he's so cute and like she's like an adorable, but he will fucking kill you, and it's just like. <laughs> Ask Vegas how that feels. Like they haven't they haven't seen Miko Rantanen and Prime Miko Rantanen at all and all of a sudden, you know, you get you leave him open for one second and you're down to nothing in a series. I do like seeing uh Bruno so wear the big moose. It is like it's, it's exactly that. Like this this is it just makes him all the more adorable. Bruno did a, a watch along last game, and so in overtime, there is a clip you can find it on Twitter or on so our YouTube good. of Rudo just wearing the big moose shirt and literally just direct eye contact with the camera. <laughs> Miko! It's amazing. I it highly recommend fun. watching it. <laughs> He's like freaking out. Wow. It's so good. And then you hear the bar in the background going nuts. Um, all right. Do you have any more, or should we just do favorites? I feel like Mount Rushmore is hard. Yeah. I like there's so many. I also like the kale. I like both of the kale shirts, the all hell kale and then the kale head. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, kale. sixteen bits up there for me. Team letters are definitely on my Mount Rushmore. Oh, team letters is so good. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me get to it. Somber shuffle is legendary. Mm. Um, that's like literally become a thing, and just like how that encapsulates that great shot is really awesome. And I'll close it out with my uh, whoever the fourth president is on Mount Rushmore. Um, for me, it's Purple Rain. I love Ooh. Purple Rain. Purple Rain. It's, purple such a, it's such a good, like, quality reference. And it's, it looks <laughs> yeah. great. I know. Like, the Rockies were dope when we released that shirt. Like, that was a I fun know. one to rock. That, so. I like the I like the rakes because it, it has a direct yeah. correlation how they're hitting exactly at the moment that you're looking at it, which is the way, <laughs> the way to, to evaluate any shirt. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> always plays well. Drews, what you, what is your favorite? Yeah, park adjusted. Uh, my all-time favorite is the team letters. I, I love the synergy of that. So uh, it, yeah, I, I really love the way that works. I. I <laughs> 
always love that Walters one. I thought it was dope. I, I, I dug the unique design of it. Um, yeah. The, 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 my Rockies designs have been the most problematic. Uh, <laughs> we're not getting into that now. I love all the I love all the Rockies designs. That's we need new ones. Designs. I I owe you guys new Rockies designs. It's just uh, the Rockies have been like not it's really not inspiring. Me. Yeah. sucks, but yeah. <laughs> and then people aren't. Uh, you know, I, I I love the the Walker Hall of Fame one. I, I rock that one all the time. Uh, that's definitely my new favorite, right? Your, your your new fave goes with that. I love to be able to rock that thing. The the one I got on now, the homegrown Freeland. Uh, we've probably got like three different versions of this. Katie wears her homegrown Freeland to work all the time. Gets compliments on it. I, all the Rockies designs are dope. They just yeah. also the cool thing about that one is that Kyle Freeland actually like worked with Eric on that one so that's awesome it's true yeah. yeah um my favorite i also like the city skyline by the way for non-rocky oh, yeah. yeah yeah the all the diehards are awesome um and there's that nuggets one that i actually wear all the time that if you were just looking at it you wouldn't necessarily know it was the nuggets one it's just kind of fusion of logos uh yeah. yeah and it says dnvr under the bottom left yeah, there that one yeah, yeah that's probably the one that i wear the most yeah yeah that that for anybody that doesn't know we released that in conjunction with breckenridge brewery when they came out with their mile high city copper lager so they and the the idea was to honor the entire history of the nuggets by taking all of their logos from all of the eras and combining it into one new that's master so cool. logo. yeah um, all right. My favorites are the turn the lights off, carry me home. I probably wear that one the most, uh, the eight, 16 bit McKinnon. And then I wear the DMVR hoodie a lot, but the, one of my favorites has to be, which Eric is going to roll his eyes at, um, uh, is the crying Nebraska kid because it is just oh. so targeted. Like if you're a Buffs fan, you freaking know, you see that out and I, everyone's like, Oh my God, that's amazing. Even the kid that is featured in this, we got music coming in. That was uh, the, the kid Sorry. that is featured in this wanted a shirt of this. Like that's how good it is. Um, so I love the crying Nebraska one, but they're all, they're all hits. His endorsement was pretty cool. That was, was. so Cause it, it, it felt a little not great. And then he was like, this is awesome. I want one. And I was like, okay, well, if he doesn't feel bad, then. And all of his whole friends and family freaking loved it. They all were dying about it and bought it as well. So. That, one, that one's a little one that not many people see all the time, but if you're wearing it, people are like, that's amazing. So, all right, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of the Denver Sports Podcast. Thank you guys all for hanging out. I hope you have a wonderful Friday. Don't forget to join the DNVR Lounge. Um, the discord to be able to ask questions and have us uh, answer your questions on these podcasts and just then chat and talk to nuggets fans, abs fans, Rockies fans, buffs fans, Broncos fans, all the, all the fans of everything um, in a really nice, awesome community. We've got abs tonight. I recommend getting there early weekends are wild. So if you are going to the bar tonight, definitely try and get there. Two Like I know. So I've had so many people be like two hours before. That's crazy. 
That's it, yeah. If you, if you want a table, you need. Yeah, food. if you want a table, I've walked in there two hours before for Nuggets and Avs last weekend, and it was standing room only already two hours before. So yeah. if yeah. you want a table, definitely try and get there early. Well, there's, um, there's another game on before uh, yeah. Jets. Jets Canadians are at uh, five thirty. So yeah, and also like if you don't let not getting a table be a deterrent to not come because straight up make friends. I, like if you're gonna show up an hour ahead of time and like just stand around like that kind of sucks, but like if you show up like around game time and, and like you can just stand there's like the back of every booth is actually designed for people to sit on and lean up against um and then just sort of milling about with the the rest of the fans like it just makes for such an incredible environment when it's just wall-to-wall people and it's just oh yeah everybody is locked in and you are part of the larger organism so come by definitely don't be discouraged by not getting a table come yeah we've also added more tables so that you might not necessarily have a chair but you will at least have a place to put your shirt uh your food down or whatever it's just such a fun environment i highly recommend coming and like aj said make friends with people like uh that's the best part of going to a place like the dmvr bar is that everyone there is there for the same exact purpose to cheer on the abs and we've had so many people come out and say like oh my god i've met people that I go to every game with now at the DMVR bar or at a DMVR watch party. So make friends, come hang out. It's going to be an awesome weekend and we will see you guys later. Hopefully the abs get the sweep. We'll talk to you guys next week. Let's go.